0: Welcome to part two of how to build healthy relationships.
1: In this section, we're going to look at how we handle our anger as well as how we help our children handle theirs.
0: A young father was pushing his two year old son in a supermarket trolley as he did the weekly shop. As he got to the checkout, his son started having a full on tantrum screaming, yelling, and kicking. And the father could be heard saying in a calm, measured tone Don't get upset, George. Don't cry, George. Don't scream, George. There was an old lady standing
1: behind him who felt she just had to comment on this shining example of fatherhood. Sir, she said, may I commend you on the way you're dealing with young George? Madam, he replied wearily,
0: I am George. Anger is not wrong in itself. It's a natural emotion. It's what we feel when something is wrong, when there's something that needs to be sorted out. But anger can be used unhelpfully in a number of different ways. We use two animals, a rhino and a hedgehog, to illustrate two unhelpful and often harmful approaches. A rhino, if it's provoked, is quite likely to put down its head and charge at you. Those who are like the rhino tend to charge around when they're angry and can cause a lot of damage through what they say or do in the heat of the moment. Other people are like hedgehogs who do the opposite. If you threaten a hedgehog, it'll curl itself up into a ball and stick out its prickles to keep you at a distance. Those who act like the hedgehog may become quieter or withdraw when they get angry. I am definitely like the rhino.
1: My tendency when I'm angry is to overreact.
0: Well, I'm much more like the hedgehog. I want to keep the peace at all costs. So I'm inclined to keep any hurt to myself. As a result, Scylla and the children are often unaware that I'm upset. I have to remember to talk about my feelings rather than burying them and to allow others in the family to bring hurt and anger into the open then it can be sorted out, rather than left to fester.
1: If our children are going to learn to control their anger, the single most important factor will be us learning to control ours. If we want our children to be able to manage their angry feelings, we need to model to them that we can do it too, and we need to stay, I talk about staying out, so that you are in control of your anger and you model that to your children. And children need to see that. It gives them a sense of security that they know that parents can be angry with them but not losing control of that anger. Because anger itself there's nothing wrong with, it's an important emotion. But they need to see that their parents can control it and not lose control of their anger. If you don't control your anger then you behave in a way that is potentially very destructive. If you don't control your anger you may hit your children. You may harm your children. You may say things which are psychologically damaging to your children. So it's almost
0: the first thing you have to do when you feel yourself angry is to rein it in. That's not easy. But whatever our natural temperament, we can all make changes for the sake of our family life. I heard a story about a father who had a 10-year-old son called Lawrence. Lawrence's father said he used to be like his own father a strict disciplinarian and then when he went into the army it reinforced everything he'd been brought up with he'd scream at Lawrence to stand to attention Lawrence was really scared his father said I went for counseling to deal with the aggressive side if Lawrence does anything wrong now I might shout but then we'll sit down and talk about it I used to think that children didn't have an opinion but now I can listen to his point of view
1: Lawrence his son said I spent a lot of time with my dad and I find it very easy to talk to him. We talk about sport, we support Manchester United, and play computer games. I ask my mum about things that dad won't know about, but it's easier to talk to my dad about problems at school or if I've been in a fight. When my dad tells me off, he does it in a good way because he's really calm. I think I'll always be able to talk to him.
0: We want to look at some ways to manage our own anger effectively. First, We need to recognise the root of our anger and not take it out on our children.
1: Earlier on in the course we talked about HALT – hungry, anxious, lonely, tired – and how any of those may well be the trigger for our own overreaction. It can be very easy just to to lash out and, uh, you know, shout at them when really maybe the stresses of your day or the things that aren't going according to plan for you have really been what's aggravated that response. So always learning to almost put a check in place before, you know, before you do, you know, maybe uh, let out in, in anger.
0: Some adult anger is more deeply buried and may be the result of unresolved hurt from the past. If we don't deal with the underlying hurt, The anger doesn't go away and can come out against other people, a partner, another motorist, the cashier in the supermarket, or our child. And we may continually be on a short fuse. This is displaced anger. If that's the case, like Lawrence's
1: father, we may need to get help from a doctor or a counsellor and go through the process of recognising the root of the anger and then forgiving those who've hurt us.
0: The second way to manage anger is to take time out in order to calm down. I thought I was a very patient person until we had children and then I discovered that children wound me up like nothing else I'd ever encountered in life. Uh, when our children were young it was when they lost their temper with each other that I would lose mine. Uh, I eventually recognized this wasn't exactly helping the situation and certainly it wasn't setting them much of an example. So what helped most was to get away for 30 seconds, take a deep breath, press, the pause button just to regain perspective, even if it sounded like World War III was going on elsewhere in the house. And then I'd return more calmly. This helped me avoid jumping to conclusions and blaming and accusing one or more of the children unfairly. When I'm cross with them, uh, it helps me to just try not to make a a knee-jerk reaction, to try to think before I speak and act. counting in your head to 10 or or something just to to slow it down a bit so it's not an idiot reaction and I can actually think you know what have they done that's so bad and is what I'm about to say a a proportionate thing to say or or can I do it better I think it's just all about slowing it down a bit um, because it's very easy to say something you actually didn't mean if you speak too quickly. I think for me um, when I'm angry I've had to realise that I am angry, and that actually my default behaviour is to is to react immediately. Uh, but actually, found that sometimes thinking about it and then um, maybe framing the thing from a different perspective has been really really excellent and, and helped a lot.
1: If we don't control our anger, we can easily say things that are damaging and that we may well regret later. So. A second way is to take time out to calm down.
0: Well, for today, our discussion question is, do you tend to react more like a rhino or a hedgehog? What helps you express your anger more effectively? How do your children tend to react? What helps them? Have a good discussion. We'll see you tomorrow.